You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bob, joined by Ty Bo and Sean. We're coming back to you after a big, fat Kansas City Chiefs win to take us all the way to Arizona to the Super Bowl, baby. Because the Lamar Hunt Trophy is home, my friends. is back where it belongs in Arrowhead. And you heard that right. It is called Arrowhead. G-E-H-A field at, what's it called? Arrowhead? Am I saying that right? Okay, I'm saying that right. Some people were confused earlier on in the week. Yeah. Much much like the mayor of Cincinnati. uh, Very confused. That guy's a fucking jabroni. (laughs) He's walking back a lot of his takes. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, but let's not get it twisted, folks. The Kansas City Chiefs win at home in their fifth consecutive AFC championship game, 23-20 to 20 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Joey B, Joe Shiesty, Cincinnati Bengals getting sent home early. Cabo on three, one, two, three, Cabo. That's what happens, Eli Apple. Sit your ass not, down. Not Cancun. <laughs> Cancun, Cabo. Doesn't matter where they're going. It's not to the Super Bowl, I'll tell you Cancun that. Cancun on three. Uh, listen, it there ain't. is there, – there were some great moments from this game. Got some great moments. Patrick Mahomes pulls an all-timer out of his hat to take us on and win it at the end. I got to turn this over to Tybo for his newest top five this week. Because there's nothing better better to do than give you the top five moments where my jaw was on the floor at Arrowhead Stadium this uh, just yesterday. Uh, my guys, my friend, my kingdom. We it's a lucky time to be a Chiefs fan. There were several moments at this game where the crowd noise was definitely deafening. The ground underneath you was shaking, and you could feel every ounce of desire to win you know in your veins uh this team shows a lot of grit um and there's there's so much to be said about that but my honorable mention um would be uh walking back to my car after the end of the game because that's when i uh, got feeling back in my feet uh stayed for the ceremony afterwards and uh I, i did it because i love the team but my feet were completely numb <laughs> I uh, I think I need to try the little plastic bag trick next time because I don't care what boots you have on it's not enough to keep your feet warm when it's that cold but my top five moments in this game it's the, it's the thing our defense did to close out this game number five Chris Jones's second sack and just the fact that we sacked him five times on the day um, but that it closed the game. It shut the it shut the book on the Cincinnati Bengals. Chris Jones gets that playoff monkey off his back, um, but the second sack just to shut it down. 
my top, my number five. Number four, we didn't score on this drive, but the attitude of this play really encapsulated how the offense was playing. Um, Pacheco's catch out of the backfield um, where he like busted through three guys and ran for you know another 10 yards or so. Uh, got a first down on the play. It just showed that this team wanted to win and everybody liked, everybody was playing like that uh, offense and defense. Number three, Sky Moore's uh, 29-yard punt return, the one that didn't get called back. Um, there was there was a a possible, like a 50-50, you, you throw the flag, you're not going to throw a flag, uh, maybe a blocking back on this play, but we Chiefs fans know something about uh, missed blocking the back calls on punt returns, so we're just going to let this one slide. Um, <clears throat> but... I, we we scored later on that one, right? Yes. Or I, the the events. It's very hard to keep straight in my head. There's a lot of emotions in that game. Um, but number two, the tipped interception, Brian Cook to Joshua Williams. It was beautiful. You could see the ball going towards Brian Cook, and he's like he's got a chance to make a play. The the execution was beautiful. Whether or not it was like an intentional hit it to my guy or just you know being able to make a play on the ball it was it was spectacular came at a very crucial point late in the game stopped one of their many drives many opportunities that the Bengals had at the end of the game to try and beat us and Brian Cook Joshua Williams the tandem helped stop one of those drives and number one there was a lot of emotion around this play and I was happy for him. Chris Jones's first sack, his first playoff sack. Um, it, he, he didn't get have to get too violent with Joe. He, he got him to the ground and it was, it was more so just kind of like that, this, the statement that he like, I didn't have to come, I didn't come at, I didn't have to come at you hundred percent. Like I got to you so easy and I'm putting you on the ground very easily. You know this game is close, but we're gonna we're gonna beat you guys easily. Too many moments from that game. Like I still find it hard to capture words for how I feel and get my thoughts fully collected from from the game. I mean, th- this almost almost seems as big as if it was a Super Bowl game, just because of the newfound rivalry that's happening for the win that it had to be with as much shit as the Bengals and their fan base was talking. There was no more of a bigger, like, must-win game that the Kansas City Chiefs have played in a a while. Um, And we've got ourselves what seems to be the newest rivalry, and... I still find it's it's the, like the words. Bills are just a thing of the past now. It's it's us and Bengals. Like it, it really was <laughs> like they had the Bills had an opportunity, and and here's the thing is, like the 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 Bengals might lose it too. Like let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. We don't know what either one yeah, of these the Bengals that and the Bills are made of because the, they're the information that came out today from the league. Um, uh, is that the 32 teams have been informed that for this next season, the cap space will increase to 224.8 million 
uh, from the 208 million. So it does go up 16 and a half million dollars moving forward, uh, at least in to, in the next season. Um, now that is great news for the Chiefs, right? Because we already have Patrick Mahomes under contract. That helps us out moving forward. But for the Bills who do have their guy under contract, who's actually just starting his contract coming up, that's going to hurt them. And for the Bengals, they haven't even given Joe Burrow an extension, not including they still need to sign T. Higgins and and then Jamar Chase and you Tyler Boyd and and Joe Mixon on whatever deal he's got and like trying to keep a lot of those defensive players together. I mean, we're gonna have to see what these type types types of teams are made out made out of, and is it gonna be a revolving door of of new teams to try and come and bash the Kansas City Chiefs, or is it going to be the same? Is is like we're actually going to be able to have a rival? No matter what, every year, whoever we're going to play the AFC Championship, the next year they're going to be the rival team. Oh, because they were the last ones to be there. They're favored to get back more than likely. So it's going to switch every. Well, single the Bills year. couldn't. The Bills couldn't get it done against us in the playoffs, and the Bengals did. So that's the other one. It's I mean, and the three and zero thing. I mean, it just played into little storybook type, you know, finish to the season. Uh, lose again to the Bengals, you know, when it matters the most, AFC Championship game, who pulls it out? The big dogs. When it when it matters the most, you're going to pull it out. Um, injuries were big, well, and we've got – a little bit of time before the Super Bowl comes up. We've we had uh Juju go down, or I guess Legarius Sneed went down first, and then also then Juju goes down. Then you've got Kadarius Tony, who can't stay healthy in New York, he can't stay healthy in Kansas City. Uh Willie Gay goes down, uh McCole Hardman goes back down again, so he really wasn't fully ready to go. What's this mean for us to be able to pull out this sort of game and what should we be looking for in a couple of weeks? We should be looking for our guys to heal up. They don't seem like the biggest injuries, just small injuries that would keep them out of that game. Hopefully they'll get ready to go. It goes to show you next man up. Our guys are ready. Next man up, spread the ball around. I mean, Travis didn't have a monster game. MVS had that role and Pacheco had five catches, you know, and uh, multiple other people had, had two. So, I mean, we, we use everybody. We got weapons all over the place, even if it don't look like it on paper. I guess I owe MBS when, they, when they're going down. <laughs> Big apology. I guess I owe MVS some sort of apology. I still don't believe that uh, MVS, you can do it for an entire season. Uh, but you're turning out to be much like Frank Clark. You show up when the moment needs you the most. And for as small of a contract as we pay you, I'll take it. I would compare it more to Sammy Watkins almost. Sammy Watkins never showed up because he was always injured. He showed up in the playoffs. That Super Bowl run. the first game of the season. One one year. Yeah, one year. This is what we're getting one year with MVS. So, well, I, I, we still got him under contract. I think, I think MVS, 
I think he just uh, I think he just solidified himself on this team next year. Yep. Pat, Do I Pat want him to come him back? Plenty. No. Is he going to come back? Yes. I mean, he's a he's a he's a talented guy, and he's six four. I got no problem. I mean, the adjustments. Pat's looked at him on that route before. The 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 it was, it was kind of a bad pass thrown by Pat, and MBS made the adjustment to you know turn back around and get the ball. I I, I mean. I think he's building great rapport with Patrick Mahomes and he's he's shown the ability to make it when the time counted. Keep him on the I roster. Think, I think he's he's talented enough and the fact that he slept on played into the reason why he was able to show out in this game. We keep him on the roster. Do you want do you guys want Juju to come back? And if we keep Juju do we also go and try to sign like a really like a real number one or try to draft one? Absolutely, we would. Uh, no matter if we keep him or not, we're going to try to upgrade defensive line and wide receivers this summer, this draft offseason. Are we paying CJ just based off of this game alone? I mean, Fantastic uh, year, yeah. So, so it's so possible. You're yeah. looking at you're looking at AD type money. I'm not asking like if we think Brett Veach will. I'm asking if you will. Would yes, you would. sign Chris 100%. Jones to AD type money after the season that he's had this year? 16 at 15 and a half sacks should be 16 and a half. He's finally got the the playoff sack monkey off of his back, and he's been destroying teams left and right with it without the numbers. The reason being I would do it 100% is retooling the defensive line this offseason, get another huge body in there to work with him, somebody that would be just as disruptive as him, to learn from him, two, three-year extension, send him off then. Build the next guy. I don't know if, it, I, don't know if I agree with $30 million a year, but, yeah, I mean, we're talking AD money regardless. If we're going to have the cap space that they've been talking about with the a hundred million dollars. Hey, you know what? Give it to him. He deserves it. You know, if we if we re-sign Juju, it, it, the only way it happens is, or the only way I want it to happen is if it's like a major discount because we can't pay him the the money that he maybe his numbers might typically generate or whatever the deciding factors are on that um, because he's injury prone. We can't pay him to sit on, you know, be in the IR tent. I don't think I don't think he would uh, he would go if he's gonna try and garner big money. Juju, see ya. I'm okay with him leaving or staying, whatever he wants to do. But yeah, like if he's gonna stay, it needs to be for that discount. His production level has not been good enough. There were the high hopes there, right? But then he tapered off. Didn't it hasn't looked great? Hasn't been available. Uh, if he had thousand plus yards, all right, we'll talk. But no, uh, I'm 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 fine if he goes, or if he stays on a on a on a small fee. Let's talk about. I mean, nine hundred thirty three yards this season. I'm happy with what he did, but hurt too much. Let's talk about what uh, what everybody on social media has been moping and complaining about. Anybody who's not 
a Kansas City fan. The penalties in this game. Uh, a lot of people have been saying that this is the worst officiated game that they've ever seen in their life. Uh, that this game should be replayed. There's a game every year that people say that about. So it does not matter. The refs have been complained about all season and it's been complained about throughout the history of the NFL every fucking season. It is what it is. The refs are the refs are the constant factor in these games. Um, it, corruption or not, it, NFL officiating is always sub, subject to something. I mean, people are going to have their own opinions. And I I don't think the, most of the non, non-calls non on holding uh, penalties that the Bengals fans are talking about, none, none of them are, you know, they're close calls in a big game. Like, the refs could go either way on those. And most of them weren't even egregious and are not getting called in regular games. So um, if you want to be mad at somebody, you need to be mad at the people that were running the clock. Um, You know, look, FBI, look into into (laughs) the guys that were running our clocks because they gave us third down a bunch of times because they were fucking it up. The, 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 one of the refs was trying to call off that play. And uh, if any player is like on the, Bengal side because that's where he was running in at. He was running in from behind the defense. If they were taking that play off because um, I know they got the result they wanted technically, but if they heard the whistle from that guy running in from the back and like didn't play on that down, they were going to want that third down replayed. So stuff like that happens and nothing came of it. Bengals had every opportunity to win this game. Every opportunity. He's, you know, Joe Burrow sacked five times. Interception, two interceptions. Two. Should have three. Didn't. We got, we got past, we got past our my number. If we, yes. if we get up, got him on the ground four times, we were going to win this game, and we did. And you know, there, there's a lot when it comes down to the refs. One thing that I, uh, I, I, I'd been talking with a, a buddy who is a Chiefs hater. He goes, "This is the worst." officiated game I've ever seen. I said, you've never watched Carl Sheffer's referee a game. That's <laughs> Carl Sheffer's any game, not just against the chiefs, any game that Carl Sheffer's does. It's the worst game you've ever seen. On top of that, while the officiating was subpar, it wasn't very good. You, everybody can agree with that on both sides, but it was bad. It was poor officiating equally. It wasn't in the favor of one team or the other. It was just poor officiating on both sides that didn't lead to one team having the edge over the other. Now, at the end of the game, the Kansas City Chiefs do get that uh, unnecessary roughness when you throw Patrick Mahomes out of bounds, but if it's Joe Burrow, you're going to want the same thing. And it's three steps out of bounds, if you're not calling that, then you're doing a disservice to the game. Don't push don't push a player out of bounds when they're three steps out. You don't have a problem. And I I thought it was uh it was bad on was NBC, CBS, whoever ran the crew, the broadcast. Uh shame on you for showing Joseph Asai on the sideline, uh like in that moment. Like, shame on you. Don't I don't want as as a person who's trying to celebrate, I don't want to see that because then that just brings my mood down. But also, like, mm-hmm. that just makes me feel bad for that guy because you know how hard he worked to be in that situation, and he goes and screws it up. Like, everybody's been there before, and I don't yeah. want to, like, get the camera off that guy. He had a hell of a game, too. Hell of, he tore One mistake. Up. One mistake, and they're going to tear him down like that. 
And I mean, playing hard was the reason that he got that. Exactly. He was he was trying to fit. He was trying to finish the play, and it was. It's it's an honest mistake. It's, it's something that's going to happen in in that type of situation. But please, if you if you can't, if there's nothing to bitch about, you're going to bitch about the refs. They, I mean, the real reason the Bengals lost this game is because they couldn't capitalize. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you look at everything. We locked up them boys. Like nobody on like one of the things that we talked about was some one of their receivers always has a hell of a game against us, and that just wasn't the case. Nobody really had a great day. We were able to get to Joe Burrow. Like not. I think they should have gone to Mixon more. I think they they fell they fell victim to the narrative about our offense as we try to get one-dimensional yes. throwing the ball. And uh, if I feel like if they would have gone to Mixon more, we we might have had more trouble, especially with moving Gabe, you know. He only touched the ball 11 times, eight carries for 19 yards. He had three receptions for 15. It's not like he was doing a lot while he was in. Uh, Samaje was a little bit better, five for 22 um and then three for four and receiving a little bit better but yeah i would agree i mean that's where most of their um that's like where most of their attack comes from they build from from the backfield um being able to do a lot of play action zone reads like that's what that's what joe burrow and the Bengals are 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 best at in disguising and um uh, you got to give hats off to Spags too, as much as as, as critical as, as I have been of Spags, and I still want him out of Kansas City. No complaints. I this is the best coach game <laughs> I think he's ever had in his entire career. I don't think he's ever coached as good. I he's never coached as good than this the game. Patriots you, in the Super Bowl. Dude, he had an all star. He had an all star riddled team you're telling me that you strayhan and uh, did an all-star riddled team and then you're going to come to kansas city and you got chris jones i mean i'm not saying it wasn't I, tremendous but this was his look, best call the game i'm going to be completely honest with you uh there i saw some some write-ups and stuff about spags and the, the adjustments that he made look i don't He doesn't think what? Oh. Hmm. We'll get back to Tybo in just a second. Go back to Tybo. Oh, just man. A se- oh, there we go. Lost it. <laughs> am, I, am I unfrozen now? Yeah. yeah. You're good. Goodness. But anyways, I don't I don't think he coached this game much differently than he does um, most other games. Um, I don't know if there's anything Spags actually did exceptionally well except um, rock with his guys like – um, is that Andy? Andy's known for, and um, I, I think it was more so better player execution. Um, these rookies stepped up. There, there were guys playing with a lot of heart out there. Um, I still saw our rookies in one-on-one situations with a very talented wide receiver receiver uh, group, and there was there was time sitting in the stands, you know, where my butts really clenched, and our guys made plays. I I, I thought I was like. 
these this is the situ these are the situations that Spags put those guys in and they're we're usually or more more often than not, we're getting beat in those situations. The the game plan that I was guessing and a lot of people were guessing that he was gonna go with, you know, mixing up the blitzes and stuff like that, we didn't blitz very often. We didn't we we had a lot of disguised looks as far as our coverages. Um, but we I didn't think we sent too many guys after Joe Burrow. We were we were getting home um with mainly D Lyman. Well that was uh that that was part of I mean, that had to be a part of the game plan is as you know, you talked about with the blitzes, that's Spags' calling card, especially this season, is is the offhanded blitzes. We didn't send many of those. I think part of the change in the game plan was we know that the Bengals are out two starting offensive linemen, one of which was, I believe, their left tackle who had only played in one game, NFL game, prior to Sunday night. Just just let our guys get in there and eat and allow us to do a, a mix of zone man coverage up high, down low. Um, let the linebackers excel at where they're best at some of them dropping in coverage and some of them running up and filling the holes. And that's why uh, they were able to get away from the run game. And I, I think Spags part of that was um, given that given the issues from the Bengals of, of injuries and, and uh, us being able to execute at a higher level at areas of which we're not usually executing at. Um, and, and it's a combination for, for great things. But I think that's also what makes this one of his uh, his his best coach games is is that he was able to make the adjustments based upon um, what we could do and and be able to get those guys in the right spot. Uh, no, I I would not have guessed Chris Jones above half a sack on Sunday before the game, and he and he walks out with two. Sean, Sean, Sean wanted three point five. You wanted three and a half. You have that. I, so I, I wanted I wanted Karloftis with two and a half. So I mean, hey. We knew these guys were going to go off. It was just a matter of who and, it, and at what point. That I mean, the key factor was the D line play and getting home um, on on Joe Burrow. Uh, I like that's what dictated the way this game went for our defense. Um, but the back end really limited the mistakes. They played well. They stepped up in big time situations. Um, we made more plays than they did. Their receivers made some catches. You know, Jamar Chase mossed double coverage a couple times. T Higgins got open, you know, here and there, um, but we just made more plays and, you know, hats off to our rookies back there, man. The, the, the three in the secondary, Brian cook, Josh Williams, and Jalen Watson, like just made plays. What about Trent McDuffie? And Trent McDuffie four. Sorry. He had six tackles. He awesome is one of the ups. best shoestring tacklers I've seen so in a long good. time. So good. He's afraid to get hit, but he will bring you down no matter what. <laughs> Save himself. I'm fine. It's, it's <laughs> like uh, Tyler Lockett catching the ball and just going down. Like, I mean, <laughs> do what you got to do to stay playing. <laughs> Is there any aspect from this game that, like, you're really excited to to be able to go up against this Eagles team with uh I, I mean uh, hopefully Pat is healthy we get the rest of the guys back healthy but is there an aspect of this uh, uh of this Chiefs team that you're excited um to have go against this very very strong Eagles team 
the yeah. trench game. That's all I'm looking forward to, man. Our defensive line against their great offensive line and our offensive line against a really, really solid defensive line. Really? Does OB does OB get that money you guys were talking about? Had himself a hell of a game. Not not as much as he would want, but definitely he got himself a little bit and more. It, money it helped there. him. It helped him with that like extra milli, two milli. I think I think it's I think it's enough to get the front office to bite on the contract. He's or come pretty close to the contract he wants. I think so. I think he's also gonna willing to to come down from what his initial expectations were given his first half of the season struggles. I think uh, this is quite possibly the best matchup um, in the trenches that the NFL is going to see the entire year. And it's the most important phase of the game today. Offensive line and defensive line are integral to what you want to do as a football team. And we're getting – just a, a star-studded, stellar matchup in the Super Bowl as it should be, and that's you. You want to talk about star-studded matchup? I mean, let's just jump over to the Eagles, man. They had Lane Johnson, a guy who had the the adductor, the 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 oblique issue that was not going to be playing, comes in, not only comes in and plays his ass off, holds Nick Bosa. Zero pressures, zero QB hits, zero sacks. I what a man! Like that offensive line for the Eagles is tough. To go up I don't necessarily want to talk like about the good players on the Eagles team because then I'm just going to get frustrated and maybe a little bit more nervous. Um, well, if our I mean, offense that... comes out, if our offense is healthy, and we just, I mean. We could juggernaut them. I mean, we can put up points, and our our defense will only have to make one stop to win this game. Do you like, remember the game we played again last year? The no punt game. Was it a no punt no game? Punt game. Ah, that's teams. right. Yes, that is right. Could be another one of those. Could be a hard defensive stand. I mean, Andy and Nick Sirianni know each other very well. How do we how do we feel about the the 49ers? Like I feel kind of bad for them. They've they've had a hell of a season. You start off with Trey Lance, who fractured his fibula and had the ligament damage in the ankle requiring two surgeries. Jimmy Garoppolo, who suffered the broken foot and is now a free agent. You go to your third quarterback who goes six and zero and loses in the NFC championship game because he tears his ulnar collateral ligament. And we'll need Tommy Johns to fix that. Minimum six months. Yeah. Then they go to Josh Johnson, fourth string quarterback. It's a concussion. Then they have Christian McCaffrey throwing passes as the fifth or the sixth string. I saw something about they had uh, Juwan Johnson or one of their receivers was a, a, a high school quarterback that was a higher prospect than Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> they they had somebody else to go to. Um, Huge but... check was uh, was also there. It's a former quarterback. Like at that point, they should have just gone wildcat. Like have Debo or Christian McCaffrey back there running it. Somebody's going to break them up more eventually. of a threat. Yeah. yeah. 
don't know. They got the athletes I, for that. They do. I why? I mean, Kyle Shanahan only likes to run the ball. I don't know why they didn't just why didn't he just pull out plays out of his back pocket for that? Man, just wasn't was, prepared. He wasn't ready for his quarterback to tear his UCL on the second drive of the game. He, he should have been. I mean, <laughs> the rest of his quarterbacks have gone down. Why yeah, shouldn't you expect luck, that for one? Real. Come on, Kyle. I would. I don't even. There, there's not a whole. There's not a whole lot to to come out with about that game. I mean, it just sucks for the 49ers. I old just old, goes great, to show you, old. man. You can have a great team, but if you don't have a quarterback, if every quarterback that you have on your roster gets hurt, you're <laughs> probably not going to win a game. You need quarterbacks to win football. Multiple, you, apparently. <laughs> thank to thank God for Chad Henning. Hey, come in and get it done when you need it. Uh, let, let's Chad Henney Super Bowl ring. Chad, Chad Henney Super Bowl win. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about this matchup. We're, I don't know if, if unless there's some crazy news that'll come out, uh, we probably won't have a, a show to come out until our uh, pre pregame show uh, here in the next couple of weeks. But um, let's do a little little preview of this. We've got the Eagles. We've got the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl 50, 56, 57, I don't even know. Somewhere in there. I think it's 57. 57. First two black quarterbacks to meet in the Super Bowl. You got Andy. Interesting note for Andy Reid. He is 6-0 and all-time Chiefs. Versus Eagles, he is three and as the Eagles head coach, he is three and zero against the Chiefs. As the Chiefs head coach, he is three and zero against the Eagles, six and zero with both. Nick Sirianni, former offensive assistant in Kansas City, we know each other very well. What does this game look like two weeks prior? A fun one, the best game that you could have formulated preseason. The two best teams in the NFL, that's for damn sure. And we were on a soft rebuild. Soft. We have the we have the most rookies active on our team this year. And we're still making the Super Bowl. Who Estimate. who won who won the draft this year? Let's let's definitely <laughs> just say that we did. Okay. Easy. Who has more rookies contributing right now? Nobody. Not a but not a, no one close. It, it's the rosters are, are kind of opposite here, right? Like they have a lot of veteran talent. They have, they have a few rookie, rookie stars. Um, I think Jordan Davis is their most notable one. Am I, am I correct? Yep. Um, I would say so. But they, AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, Jalen Hurts, like they're, they're performers, they're contributors. They're not rookies. They have a stacked team. They did a Stacked. lot of work in the offseason acquiring uh, important guys in important positions. That coaching staff there is good. They know how to game plan well. Um, Jalen is is scary when it comes to being able to run the ball. Like, man, we're going to have to contain all day. I think if we can force Jalen to throw, stay in the pocket and have to throw. I think that's where Kansas City is going to see their bread and butter defensively. If we can make Jalen have to throw all day, I think 
that that is where we can win the day. Historically, our defense is good against running quarterbacks. Lamar might be the exception as of late, um, but generally when running with the quarterback is a part of the other team's game plan, the Chiefs usually do pretty well. Um, maybe we just have – maybe that's Andy's insight on defense. You know, Maybe he just knows how to defend against running quarterbacks. This is one contributing factor for the defense. One thing I know I'm probably going to get tired of, I don't know about you guys, but between now and the Super Bowl and how many times they're going to mention it during the Super Bowl, the Kelsey brother matchup. Yeah. It, it's already started. First set of brothers to play in the Super Bowl. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for I'm them happy too, for but them. they're going to they're, they're tear this into the ground over the next two weeks. It's going to be nonstop. Wow. Every little segment you see. I wonder if they're going to play on the podcast. That's oh, kind of what I was wondering. I was, I was wondering if they'll actually do it or not. Uh, they've got a good enough relationship. I would expect them to, but I also like would understand if they decide not to. The one after the Super Bowl, though, that they put out, that's going to be a good one. Must listen. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they do one, one brother has to lose here. Like one, one might be bitter. I could see Travis being pretty if bitter. It's, oh, Travis would lost. be very bitter. <laughs> I'm just cutting the podcast off there. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm excited doing. for it. Is there, is there anything that, uh, from the, from either of the games that we didn't cover that you guys wanted to talk about? No, well, there's not a whole lot to talk about in the NFC matchup. Like, both both teams were good, both teams were stacked with talent, but the the narrative is 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 the injury issues at the quarterback position. You literally can't win without a quarterback. And the Eagles had a very easy road facing quarterbacks going to the Super Bowl. And Daniel Jones, and then Truck Purdy, Josh Johnson, a little bit of Christian McCaffrey. Patrick Mahomes is not one of them. Let's just take a look at at the Eagles' uh, schedule all year. I don't really think they they faced many tests. You had the Lions on the front half, who weren't very good at the beginning of the season. You had the uh, Vikings. That's not true. Fraudulent. Uh, you had the Commies at the front half of the season, which weren't good at the front half. You played the Jags, who were playoff team. You had the Cardinals. You had the Cowboys, who were fine. Pittsburgh, who was awful. The Texans, you played the Commies again, and it was you got beat. Yeah, the Colts, the Packers, the Titans, the Giants, the Bears, Cowboys again, Saints, and then the, the Giants. I, I don't feel that their schedule was all that difficult outside of the division. Well, the, the NFC was significantly weaker than the AFC this, this year. It's, I don't. I think that's fairly obvious. And then they had they got to go through the one of the weaker divisions in the AFC. They got to go through the AFC South. So, yeah, they had a, they had a they had an easier schedule than most. Um, and they definitely haven't faced a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes this year. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they've faced a team as good as the Chiefs. 
obviously we're in the Super Bowl, but there have been been comparable teams uh, to us this year, say the Bills and the Bengals. Um, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. This is uh, I, I'm already nervous. I don't know about you guys. Mm. I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a long two weeks to get to the game, but I the, the only thing that's making me nervous is the health issues. We I just putting out all forms of energy, prayer, the uh, meditation, whatever whatever we want to do um, to uh, get bring the health of these individuals so that they can play football at or near 100% on February 12th. That'll be, that'll my be sister's the big birthday, bus. She's Happy birthday. Oh, hey, yo. That'll be fun. Be a good old time. Well, listen, folks, we've we've got the, the, the Pro Bowl coming up, AFC versus NFC. No Chiefs players are going to be in it, obviously. They can't be, so we got to get ready for the Super Bowl. Then we'll have a full week's worth of coverage for the Super Bowl coming up and our pregame show will be in there you don't want to miss a single second of it so stick around hit us up on our socials uh we'll be putting out some information and uh if we if there's not a ton of news out we'll see you right before the game and as always go chiefs, go go chiefs. chiefs. we're going to the super bowl baby